You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Centuries from now, almost all humans have lost the ability to see. Some say sight was taken from them by God to heal the earth. For the few who remain, vision is only a myth. But after so many years, the power of sight has returned. What is it? Something's different. The children, they have the ability to see. children. They have a power that we would call magical or evil. We must protect them. For centuries, we feared this day would come. The evil of light once almost destroyed the world. And now it has returned. Find the children who can see and bring them to me. Welcome to the Periodic Table of Awesome. My name is Dion and I'm going to throw immediately to my right, which is going to freak everyone out because no one's going to know. Nobody has any right. idea where that is. Uh, no. To Quinny. Oh, oh God. Hang on. No. Oh, God. Um, I don't yeah, know which right way. is your left. Oh, good. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because we're a podcast and we're going into the same yeah. two ears. Hi. How are you? And speaking of which, you have two ears directly below you, Quinny, and that would be Jill. Oh, oh wow! Hey, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Hi, Jill. Hi, Queenie. <laughs> working. <laughs> and then next to Jill on Jill's left is Peter. Hello, Peter. Hello. Yeah. Yes, that's oh. right. On Jill's left. This Peter. is the story of a and lovely. Then, Pete, if you look up, I'll look down and wave. Hello oh, there. Oh no. Hey. <laughs> oh no. I'm embarrassed to be a part of this. Bitch. It's a live stream. We're doing it. Hello. <laughs> great start, I, would say. Oh, I think we've just kicked it absolutely in the dick. <laughs> I, have ne- I have never known any of these jokes about Brady Brunch looking stuff to be uh, old or boring. No. <laughs> Everyone loves Once. it at the moment. I mean, only to the podcast audience, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, to everybody yeah. <laughs> listening to the podcast right now, sorry. Um, <laughs> But then again, yeah. for the past 160 episodes, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 settle down. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I said 160. This is 163. Yeah, <laughs> There's at least two good ones in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at Are least. going to go back and listen to them? Anyway. No. All right, great. Might what go and see them, about? though. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to do. I thought we were going to do. I see what you did there, Quinny. You see what I did there? (laughs) I certainly did. Oh, yeah. I love the Peter. Some Mm -hmm. pain in everyone's voices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got all of the C jokes out of the way. Fuck Um, no. There's going to be a shitload more. (laughs) Did we get in the C? Yes, we should definitely get get into the C. 
Um, yes, today we are talking about the Apple TV. I was about to call it Apple Plus, and then I realized, no, it's Disney Plus. The Apple TV uh, original series C, which is Apple, possibly Apple the also, single... Sorry, hang on. Also, it is possibly Apple, the single hardest thing to search for on the internet ever. Right. Yeah. The dumbest fucking C. title for a series in terms of searchability C, ever. C, C TV show. Yeah. gets you the yeah. top result. The TV it. show. So yeah. Good. Thanks. The TV. And also, the, uh, the, the funny thing is, is that Apple, the Apple TV Plus is actually a branded thing. Uh, oh, so is it? you might, yes, it is. And it's actually on the, the, the picture up just here, uh, which says Apple TV Plus. Uh, and well, look, I mean, this is the thing. Okay, so everyone realised that they should be streaming their own and owning their own content now so that they can make more money. Yeah. And it was only a matter of time before Apple worked out that they wanted some content. Uh, and that led us to this sparkling gem of <laughs> interesting content that Apple has produced and is one of their flagship properties that they put out. And it's yeah, been- well, look, we were pretty quick to write it off before we watched it. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so was, a, so was a lot of other people. Yeah, I was going to say, that was most of the audience around the world. Because <laughs> yes. it has been out for a while, a little while now, like uh, November 7th, like back last year. Oh, so, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's been a long time. Yep. Yeah, they released the first few episodes and then they've been slowly releasing them after so to get everyone's... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so is that, of... is that how they released it? Was was a few to begin with and then trickle yeah. it out over... Yeah, so Apple TV... Interesting. Well, Apple, the Apple streaming content, like the Apple content, not the Apple TV. Everyone's got Apple TV. Um, but the, their content has been pushed out a lot at the start at launch and then slowly delivering stuff. And, you know, to be fair, they, they're not just doing this kind of futurism drama stuff they've got a whole bunch of things that they have put out and um because honestly mate i i had to go looking for a while to try and find what exactly was on apple tv because the the thing is this was the series that was essentially released to try and get people to subscribe it was like one of them this was the one that they pushed real hard at the start to be this is your reason to watch Apple TV. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I thought I would have thought the other big one would have been Amazing Stories. That didn't come out until much later this year. Isn't it? I thought it was already out. It, it is, is it but it, it's out, but it didn't come out until 2020. Like, yeah, right. at, at launch, C was the big launch title. It was the thing that they were trying to bank on people spending money to get onto their service. Yeah, and as I said, like, uh, you know, if you're just going to wind Jason Momoa up and let him loose, <laughs> it's best not to tie it, like, to, not, not, to, not to give him too much to really have to work with. Uh, just kind of like, Jason, welcome to set. I see you're already in costume. Walk over there, please. Uh, <laughs> it's, I like I that you came it. with your own fur. Yeah. <laughs> Probably did. Probably just 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 appears out of the forest as Jason Momoa. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. You just you just crack a Guinness, uh, like <laughs> you pour it into a glass and wait for Jason Momoa to show up. Um, well, you put it into a small summoning circle. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, then eventually he shows up and does the harker and you record it and that's it. <laughs> oh my God, that was a weird moment. What can I just say? Putting the <laughs> harker in a TV show, that was a weird moment. You mean you mean that's the only thing you take away from it? Because I'm <laughs> going to say that there were a few weird moments. Uh, there are a lot of weird moments. It's just a weird show in general. Uh, what so? Okay, what I want to know though, Quinny, can you can you please explain to people what is C about? C Apple TV. CTV show. CTV. <laughs> CTV. Yes. Right. Sorry. My search Google engine wasn't search. actually working in my brain. Right. Google safe search image on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. CTV. Cool. Thanks. Thank. Yeah. <laughs> Thank. Welk. <clears throat> Centuries from now, almost all humans have lost the ability to. See, some say sight was taken from them by God to heal the earth. For the few who remain, vision is only a myth. But after so many years, the power of sight has returned. There, I gave that my all. Excellent. Well, you, you, you're <laughs> definitely not. You're not going to get a job on C, Quinny, because oh. you are not eating enough scenery. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Centuries <laughs> from now, almost <laughs> all humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry. Enough. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching Peter go, oh God, Jesus. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> well, it's that kind I mean, of thing. That, and that reaction is basically <laughs> he, the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, what is so, happening? Well, you know, look, I, I will take the bullet on this one. And I said to everyone, hey, yeah. we should check out some of Apple's streaming stuff and see. And see. Uh, maybe this one and I and to be fair when I did see it it was like this show was not highly rated at all and I was like this could be an interesting one just to see if it's really as bad as what people I believe the phrase was let's find out if it's as big a trash fire as everyone says true I I, but I find that very unfair having watched now six episodes that's six hours of of television and so well if we go around the room then like how many I've done six six Two. Two for Two. Peter. Uh, four for me. I watched the whole thing. Yay! And context, I watched two because I started at 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily but, because I wasn't inclined to check out another one and see where it went. Well, when, I was, check, when I was check. messaging... When I was, yeah, check, check. Check, check. check, check. Um, check. I just, you know, I just wanted someone else to go one, two. <laughs> I wanted an extra like someone goes check check and everyone goes one two one two 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 one two did you get the check one two when, when I I did message this and I was like how many do you think you should watch and and I, Quiddy and I came to an arrangement it's like we could give it three like we could just bare minimum for three I think you've got um, to do three to for a tv series to really give it enough time I and three say, hours after, after the first 20 minutes yeah. After Sorry, say that again, minutes, Peter. It's what I call the three episode commitment. If somebody yes. recommends a TV show to me, I always watch at least three episodes before I decide to write it off. Right. That's fair. 
And um, how did you go on the yeah. first 20 minutes of episode one there, Pete? Because <laughs> up to there, I was very much on the, the scale of like, well, trying to pull that ladder up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, no, no, no. I mean, I was, I was committed to getting through a couple because um, I wanted to chat with you guys about it. Um, but no, I, I have to admit, I, if I had just been checking this out for my own entertainment and I had got to the end of episode one, I probably still would have checked out episode two. There are some interesting questions that are raised. The premise is really, really interesting. Mm. Um, uh, the scenery is beautiful. The locations are, are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the look of it certainly isn't a dumpster fire. Mm. Um, and there were enough interesting questions posed in this plot, despite the very obvious weirdness, um, to maybe <laughs> yeah. go you know what, might see where this goes. Give it a go. Yeah. yeah well, uh, who doesn't love Canada? Like, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to do something in a, in a forest in Canada, I'll probably watch it for a little while. Mm. It sure, does feel sure an awful gonna... lot like we've spent a lot of time in exactly these woods with Stargate. Um, and, in fact, every TV show that's been filmed in Canada for the past 15 years. Yeah, or the, or the yeah. north of California. It's a similar... Uh, um, similar... Uh, you know, or uh, up, you know, Oregon, Washington. The only reason I say Canada forest. is because it seems quite wet. That's that's. <laughs> it seems quite wet. <laughs> it's cold. Have no. you ever been to Oregon or Washington? Uh, no, no, no. You're right. It's so uh, wet and cold. Ah, well, I'm, you know what? Color, I, my apologies. I could be wrong. I'm just going to say. Uh, I'm going to say it. Uh, everyone in this show is a bit wet. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> but you know. Particularly wet, the Queen. My word. Yes. <laughs> she, wet. Yeah. She, well, Jesus wet. Um, she does wet. Okay, now this isn't a spoiler because it's episode one. Is anyone able to explain that? I don't know, but it comes. It <laughs> no. keeps happening. Yeah, it keeps. It, keep, it, it happens keep a couple back. more times, and uh, no, there is absolutely no explanation, and she is the only person that seems to do it. Yeah, she seems to be the person who's who's the most interested in getting close to God in that particular way. Um, yeah, it's, it's like if you had the understanding, like okay, all right, to take this back before we started making the jokes, because okay. we'll get back to the jokes. I just think <laughs> that's what they come here for, Dion. Oh yeah, dude, dude, and that's what we go to that show for, apparently. What the jokes? Uh, <laughs> or no, to come. So getting ahead of myself, Quinny. Um, no, that's episode yes. three. <laughs> it is, oh, God. It's so easy. It writes itself. Um, okay, so look, futurism sci-fi, the world is post-apocalyptic from whatever apocalypse it is, but the main oh, thing is, is that... Virus. Virus, virus yes. yes. Uh, everyone's They predicted corona stuff. at the end of 2019. Yeah. Instead, of, yeah, instead of making you unable to breathe, it made you lose your sight, which is a very yeah. interesting premise because... Well, apparently the... it wiped out the entire population except for 2 million people. And, and those people... Then all... it made those people blind. Yeah. It's good to know that Jason Momoa will not die. Like, he's one of those people that doesn't matter what happens. It's like, were you in a tsunami? He was like, yeah, it's rad, brah. And then he gets <laughs> I mean, if he was in a tsunami, there's an odd, odds are he was actually causing it because he is still Aquaman. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, 
it's it was such a, it was a fascinating premise and i and I, I have to tip my hat in the sense that uh there's a lot to take in but the world building is very interesting and kind of well thought out it's not always effective like i think that um they they missed a few things in there which didn't quite make sense to me but mm. they one of the most interesting things is they they really delved into what would the world be like if you couldn't see yeah like everything has to be done by the four senses uh you know taste touch yeah. and an extra special one that they've invented where you can just feel emotions in the air yeah yeah well <laughs> Well, you could call it human evolution. Like, this is supposedly 500 years since the Is it 500? Um, That's what they alluded to towards the end of the series. Because in the second episode, I think they're they're talking about um, uh, one of the characters' grandmother's grandmother still remembering books. And I was like, okay, that's Mm. technically only, what, three generations or something? No, but but she was saying that she still knew about books and still had some, but then the the witch hunters burned them. So that was already in this post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a minimum of three. I had that same thought. I was like, ooh, hang on. Yeah. It's somewhere in the realm of like 250 to 500. But I'm pretty sure I heard them say something about like 500 years since or whatever. Right. Yeah. I could um, be wrong. Who cares? You know, really, really interesting premise. Uh, really weird activation, uh, especially with what are, what are the main what are the main takeaways for this? Everyone is blind, so they they keep yeah. uh, they use sound a lot. So sound mm-hmm. is your, your main communicator. And I thought the actors did really well. There must have been like a fucking the blind camp for all of those actors to work out that if they want someone's attention, they've got to make a noise or verbalise or do something that becomes like a a second nature, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, I thought that it was hilarious that uh, humans still had control of animals. So I'm pretty sure the animals would have just gone, this thing can't see me. So... And that it didn't affect the animals. Like the, I think the the best thing about it is like the dogs. I could understand because dogs are lovely and everyone wants to have dogs. Yeah. I love the fact there were no cats because cats would be like, "Fuck off!" Um, <laughs> gonna wait till they're the asleep and then I'm gonna kill them. Yeah, the horses were just absolutely hilarious because I mean I know that horses can you know bond and and will walk paths and you can kind of let it go, but a horse will definitely walk someone into a branch. Like and knock them off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can that, that was just the most hilarious thing is that a horse will be like, "Are you sitting up there? Cool. I'm just gonna duck my head under this, and then you just get knocked off." <laughs> Especially that, yeah. But it's kind of it's interesting. What else? What else did you guys like about the world building of sea? Uh, I, I like some of the the. <laughs> I do. I do like that everybody had a brief moment of going. You know what? I got no idea. Um, and and I, I do think that's uh, an, an interesting one. I'm you know, also you worried. You don't really know how um, how much knowledge has been retained um, and passed down and how much it's just like everyone's just started from scratch. Um, so it's, it's um, interesting in that respect to think, you know, how if, what, did these 2 million people were they like all immediately blind together? That was chaos. How did they survive? So for me, it was yeah. like, oh, I want the prequel. Of- 
but also were the two million people that survived all incredibly stupid because there's like no kind of like they've all regressed in in nature like back to like bare basics well, and and but know, that's what makes it interesting. Fire, yeah. I'm like, where where's the technology? Um, well, like, I mean, if you think if if everyone in the world goes blind all at once, um, yeah, most people can't read braille. Yeah, um, most people would not have the capacity to learn to read braille after they lost their sight if they did not have someone to teach them what it was would and you know where to go to a library to find a braille book no no um, and, and so the remaining knowledge that exists is essentially lost at that point the only the, the only way that knowledge then gets passed down is people know it and remember it and then somehow in 500 years it's gone like to complete prehistoric gods and masturbation yeah. <laughs> and and that sight is a myth so it, it's you know it might be a little bit of a uh, logic gap in the way that yeah. world has been built yeah mm. for me um, especially with the the site becoming a myth thing how come a lot of their language is still based around stuff like that oh i see what you mean oh yeah. um can you read this for me yeah, um, he's fighting that yeah, bear. Look at me, like look that. at me. He I know. the concept of yeah. work. So why, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that really started to bug me because that one of, one of my mm. favourite stories of, of all time in comic books is the story of, of the Green Lantern from an area of space that doesn't have suns. And so, you know, Green Lantern rocks up there and he tries to he say, hey, I'm the Green Lantern. And the guy says, I have no idea what you mean. I don't understand the concept of green. I don't understand the concept of Latin. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I've never heard these words. They don't mm. make sense to my brain. Um, so, yeah, language should evolve to be, you know, yeah. more about I'm over here or, or turn to me. Or, or yeah. Well, he, yeah. he changed to face me. Face yeah. me made sense. But the first two light times yeah. it was look at me. And I'm like, well, you don't know what look is. So... Yeah, yeah exactly. and that, I think that's where the, the world, you know, starts to fall apart because it's such an interesting premise and there's obviously been a huge amount of money going into building um, a really interesting world and yet there mm. are details that have been fairly annoyingly missed and I just feel like if you're going to spend, I mean, we're talking Game of Thrones money. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And I feel like yeah. if you're going to be spending that much money, then you're going to get the detail. You're going to nail the, de nail the details. If you're going to build a science fiction world, you have to nail the details. Oh, for I sure. I feel like there was some frustrating non-nailage of some of the details. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and some ideas that kind of get sort of teased out a little bit, but then not necessarily played off on. So the idea of the people who can you know, read emotions from a distance or whatever. You're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Is that something that's evolved? Is that something that, you know, really gets sort of teased out that is the human race evolving, um, you know, to have better other senses? But no, it seems to be that it's like it's all still coming back to sight is the king of the senses. Mm. And that's, that's probably one of the least interesting stories. I mean, it's it's essentially the what's the thing? Uh, you know, in the the kingdom of the blind man, the one-eyed man is king. Um, it's an entire TV series based around that old axiom. 
Mm. Yeah, and look, you know, I would probably say that that's the fault of the creator <laughs> and uh, showrunner on this, Stephen Knight, um, who you might remember from such wonderful uh, television shows as Peaky Blinders. No, Ooh, haven't no. watched Peaky Blinders. Sorry, no, oh, I've done a season on. of Peaky. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Tom Hardy's Taboo. Did you ever, anyone watch Taboo? Oh, nah, I tried. It was boring. Okay, then. Well, what about uh, the, the good old science fiction TV show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> the game show. Yeah, That's the one. So it's the creator of that as well. Oh, but also wow. he, uh, um, he also wrote the screenplays for Eastern Promises and Pretty Things. Do you remember those ones? Yeah, I remember Eastern Promises. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's good. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's there, but he's got a bit of a pedigree. I mean, I've watched, the, like, the six seasons of Peaky Blinders, and that's quite of a good you know, uh, English gangster kind of series. Another beautifully um, done show. Yeah, another mm. really, really beautifully um, done bit there. So you can sort of see that it does come with a bit of pedigree and I'm sure that that's the premise he used to write this show. Well, I, I would also say that this show, if you want to look at a, at a sort of base premise of it, you know, it's there ain't nothing new here. We've, we've seen uh, the, the concept of post-apocalyptic sort of stuff done multiple times, but most yeah. recently in this one is Jeremiah, um, which is actually mm-hmm. after a virus that wiped out all of the adult population. Um, the kids who have grown up into it, uh, which incidentally is set in 2021, so a bit scary there. Um, <laughs> Just next year, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and that's <laughs> Luke Perry. And uh, um, but there's that, and then there's even a bit of Book of Eli, which is yeah. actually about a blind guy. So you know, kind of, kind of a bit like this. And man buns. That's why mine. Is <laughs> like Jason Momoa today. That's why I'm getting my. Uh, hair, although no, I, I still say that I look like Captain Janeway from Voyager. <laughs> anyway. You know what? That just um, reminds me of another thing that I found a bit peculiar was the fashion. Like, if mm. why are people dressing decoratively if you can't see it? Yeah, like, why? Why? Why are decorating colours? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but these like tails, and I was like. Buckles and straps and like le- uh, teeth on jewellery and feathers in hair and braids and all of this sort of yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah, these people look fantastic, but they're impressing no one. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I, it would have made a little bit more interest. Like, I think you're right there. It would have been really interesting if uh, people's hair, because they don't have to cut their hair anymore because they don't have to really think, if they wrote yeah. those knotted stories into their hair. Yeah, See, that, that's cool. That's that would idea. be interesting. You know. Like the, the story of your life is in your braids. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I like those. There, there were moments with the costuming as well where I was like, is this the clothes that people would wear in a world where no one can see and, and yeah. you've lost the ability to, to mechanically create clothes? You know, there was a particular scene with the queen and there were lots of her disciples standing around and I was like, Oh, they look like Jesus's disciples with the kinds of clothes they're wearing. Like we've gone back Mm. that far, gone back like a thousand years in fashion, but they were all dyed different colors. Yeah. Yeah. Why would anything be dyed? Yeah. Like why, why would you bother? Like the whole process of dyeing fabric is a a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's smell. And completely useless. Like in this sense, clothing should only be utilitarian. Like I get, I understand the fur because these people are living in the wilderness, and um, well, it's tactile as well. You yeah, I was going to say textual. Yeah. 
And it's, it must, like, and I did feel occasionally there were moments with the Queen where I was looking at her costuming, going, kind of going, okay, she's wearing fabrics that are of a different tactile um, texture. You know, why she's wearing them the way she is, I fucker only knows. But there are, you know, moments where she's sort of got a shawl that's this really sheer kind of fabric. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see that there must be something that, fe- that feels rich, that feels like money. A shit haircut. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> the queen's shit haircut was amazing. I kind of yeah, she's a shaved head and a rat's tail. It was like she was yeah, from yeah. Penrith or something. <laughs> Sorry to oh. any of our Western and listeners. <laughs> Ow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something I did find interesting. I liked her her sort of throne room area. I enjoyed that. Um, the, Why the, so? Was the that all boards. the Jesus masturbation? Well, that was, there was some Jesus masturbation happening yeah. there, but, but was, the floorboards, yeah. the floorboards, which is based on an old Japanese thing that you, what were they, Sparrow? Uh, the um, mocking, the mocking, mocking bird. yeah, Mockingbird. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, you know where people are standing in your room. Yeah. Mm. Because you can hear the, bo- the, the boards go. That was really yeah. interesting. Mm. So yeah, every now and then there are moments where they really lean in on that, on the idea of blindness. Um, mm. You know, the way that they move around their own village, the way that they move through the landscape. But yeah. then there are other moments where you just kind of went, hang on, how? How is that guy doing that? Or how is any of that happening? I, love, I liked how they, when they were moving around the village, they could usually just remember where things were. And they had those markers, mm. those guides that they'd string up to hit them in the, just to touch their face so they knew where they were. And like those kind of things and wayfinding stuff and having the stick. But then also when it did come down to it, when they're moving through the forest and basically on all fours, mm. trying to make mm. sure that they're, able to remain upright because that would be the the worst thing i mean the the hilarious uh, bear fight <laughs> sorry i know i know pete you haven't got to that yet uh i don't want to spoil too much for you but there there's, is like, there's another bear moment that i haven't seen yet oh, hang on. no bear, bear fights in season episode two isn't it, is it? yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i'd be impressed if there was a second bear fight <laughs> no no no, oh, no there's a, a moment where they fight bear Completely naked. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck, no, I, I missed that episode. Damn. It was just after another masturbation sequence. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, praying, praying sequence. Jesus, what they call it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, the, uh, the thing that I liked, um, uh, actually, the, okay, when I was watching the series and the first episode, I was like, huh. And then by the end of the first, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen this one? And the second one came around, I'm like, oh, this is a bit shit. Um, and then by the third, when they ramped up the speed of the time. Oh, the third episode was quite good. And by the end of the third <laughs> one, I was actually like, okay, that made really a lot more sense because that's when um, there was... It, it all sort of came together in the choreography when mm. Jason Momoa has to go in and be super person, uh, super blind Zadoichi. Yes, um, it was a total Zadoichi moment. Total, total Zadoichi. Um, blind swordsman, in case you are not aware of that particular reference, uh, Peter. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that I felt was a little more interesting because it took into account all of the uh, how would you fight if you were blind like how mm-hmm. do you kill people you have to control the area you have to you know um know where people are moving and how they are going and you're gonna have to basically guess a lot and i really like that bit and then of course it, 
went back to the other main story that they're kind of following and I can't lost interest a little bit again up to episode six when a big reveal happens but I'm not really invested (laughs) (laughs) so I'm sure it was more shocking than other people thought and I'm like I don't give a shit (laughs) the first two episodes felt like a prologue yeah you know the first two episodes feels like it's kind of building up to get into a story that it hasn't quite got into yet yeah, and, and you do find that, that, like, you know, there's all these sort of characters in the setting of the village and stuff like that, and you're like, eh, how, how long do we have to care about these people? And it turns out yeah. not long. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which oh. is harsh, harsh but fair. Yeah, but it introduces some interesting concepts. Like, there is one that is introduced, I think it's in episode two, which is the, the shadows. Yes. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, that was something I was just like, ooh. I was concerned about her lack of nipples, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is TV, you know. You can't have have nipples on TV. Especially considering they're just totally down for religious masturbation. And then they're at the point where they're like... I think they dropped about 10 F-bombs in the last episode, though. Like, and all in the space of, like, about 15, 10 minutes. What I want to know is... I love that we lose the entire concept of sight, but we keep the F-bomb. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's we important. Human. We're only fucking human, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if there's one, you don't need to be able to see to be able to fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was the other thing too. Kissing in the future with everyone blind is weird <laughs> shit. Ugly, isn't it? Not only is so it really open mouthed, like really open mouthed. It's like I'm just gonna like eat your face. There. Yeah, there's fingers yeah, in there as yeah. well. And you're like, why are you kiss touching that? <laughs> it's sensation. I get that. It's like let, oh, let I just want to put tongue. everything in your face. Yeah, yeah. I'm put <laughs> my fingers in your mouth and touch it. It's like oh, yeah. that's, mm. that's I'm not sure I want anyone's fingers going anywhere near my mouth knowing that they're walking around on all fours. True. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, look, hey, I mean, it, it, the 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 most interesting thing uh, I think they're going for is trying to get the the two children, the two kids that are born in the first episode, um, was it Kofun and Hanawa, uh, the the witch witchcraft or witches, the the sighted children. Um, when they start to become their own individuals, I thought that that's when the series started to take a, an interesting turn. Um, that's, that's to me when to me they're the lead characters. I know that it's all about Jason yeah. Momoa, but essentially <laughs> the, the whole point of the the series is about them and and their their yeah. journey. And I'm like, oh, so that's I think you're right, Peter. The the first two episodes do kind of feel like a prologue. Well, yeah, I've already stopped caring about Jason Momoa. I just want to know what happens to the kids, <laughs> which is good because that's what you get for most of the rest <laughs> of the time. You don't care about uh, Margaret. I mean, I feel, I don't feel good for her. I I feel bad for her. (laughs) And like, I mean, there was a bit of, it's just, does Jason Momoa character have something going on with that, you know, bad traitor character? Because that threatening bit was kind of sexy. sexy. (laughs) Getha Bax. Getha Bax. Oh, Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's not going to get the back scare. Like real, like ooh, oh, is he mad mo, because uh, they broke up? Moji Naria. <laughs> okay, uh, he's Australian. Oh, okay. I'd like you to, yeah, just know that one. The, uh, get the back, backs. The that that tribe member is an Australian. Goddamn actor. traitor. Yeah. yeah. 
and his and his aunt. I, I, I love it that there was that moment where it was like, yes, they had kids together, him and his aunt, and it, the kid came out weird, and I'm like, pretty sure we know why that is. Yeah, but they know too. Yeah. It's the blood. It starts to thicken. Okay, it's it's, it's an interesting tribal. Basically, society. the sh- the shallow gene pool is getting real yeah. shallow. Yeah. But I, love I mean, that like, it's like it's something that people have known for centuries. Like yeah. whether they do it on purpose or not is like their own prerogative. But like, how do you lose this knowledge? Like, it's, yeah. again, it's it's so weird. Well, they're also going to go to a fuck party. Like, that's yeah. Well, it's because it's built into the genes. The yeah. genes start to get weird and corrupty if you inbreed. It's uh, it's it's also the meat market that like thing. You need to know that you've got to go and go to market, and half of the things you're selling are yourself because you're like, we need more blood for the tribe. Cool. I was trying um, to work that out whether or not they you meant to go to market or go to yeah. the 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 thing and meet people and bring them back because it no, felt no. a little bit like you went to the meat market, watched somebody get, get burned, and then banged. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your suburbs like at the moment, Quinny, but that's pretty much what happens in my suburb every time. <laughs> uh, we have devolved into a tribe. You go to watch a witch burning. <laughs> go, go see a witch burning. Uh, and how then, do you know she is a witch? <laughs> uh, she's got COVID nineteen. So. <laughs> <Ba-da, ba-da. laughs> he sneezed on me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what do we think of the Witchfinder and their uh, uh, and their retinue? Uh, I just feel like he doesn't have enough to do. The actor mm. Tamakdi Jun, the no, sorry, the, that's the, the name character. of the guy. Uh, it's Christian Camargo, <laughs> uh, who I remember seeing in Dexter when Dexter was good. Um, <laughs> you don't think he has enough to do, Pete? Well, no. All he's been doing is going and slitting, you know, people's throats and like burning villages, looking for these kids for like eighteen years. Like, yeah. take a chill yeah. pill. Jesus. Yeah. That's his, I love that they just... There won't be any the, villages left. They pulled the Witchfinder uh, from Black Adder Season 1. Like, <laughs> do, do you remember <laughs> Witchfinder Perceivant from Black Adder Season 1? It's the, it's, they've just pulled that guy out and went, like, this is your character. There you go. Just tone it down a notch and off we go. <laughs> yeah, well, but all, like all good Witchfinders, they're complete dickheads. Um. Yeah. But, he but yeah, he doesn't have an awful lot to do in the first couple of uh, episodes. And then as, as the story rolls on, he gets a bit more to do. I just feel like maybe he should get a hobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I find it people. phenomenal that he can come so close to finding those children in like the first episode um, and then just completely lose them for another 19 years. Like, yeah. Like, much sense to me. Well, there, there is a big sort of stretch of logic Jill. there. Yeah. Haven't you ever lost your keys, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I always managed to find them. Yeah, and it eventually. doesn't take me 20 years to do it. <laughs> and would you, I'd be concerned if you'd lost your keys for 20 years. Especially <laughs> yeah. you know where they will last. I probably like, lost them yeah. in my hair at the moment. Yeah. Did it not take them 20 years to build a fucking bridge? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't know, peculiar, some of this logic. Oh, my goodness. What yeah. just happened? Uh, <laughs> the man bun for, exploded. For oh, no. audio <laughs> audience, Dion just took out his man bun and now yeah. there is just yeah. an Afro. a Jesus yeah. situation going on. <laughs> and is, as in we all went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
well, you know, this is this is the this is the my my Momoa situation needed to calm down. So <laughs> uh, now I, I'm going to sort of say something potentially, uh, you know, dramatic here. Mm-hmm. I think Jason Momoa is a fucking terrible actor. I I, I have. <gasps> I don't know what he's doing other than just saying the same shit in exactly the same tone. Has it taken you to now to figure that out? (laughs) Like, I mean, there are so many other opportunities before now to have just gone, wow, he's really bad. Well, he was terrible in Aquaman and Justice League. But I I first watched him in Stargate Atlantis and I didn't think he was that bad. Yeah, me I too. I really didn't him. think he was that bad. Yeah. Like he Is he just doing the same thing work. again though? Oh, he has gotten No. Worse. He was like he was a broody character in that in Stargate, and I think that kind of worked for him. But now that he has more kind of dialogue <laughs> <laughs> It could be the problem that he has too much dialogue now. And so maybe he has too many things to think about at once. Like, oh, I have to deliver this line and I also have to act. <laughs> he also is, is, you know, he does get cast in fairly similar roles. Um, yeah. And maybe it's more about fitting the role to the Momoa than fitting the Momoa to the role. Well, look, yes. listen, the, 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 roles, the roles that he's done, he was in Baywatch Hawaii. Um, Which did Stargate. not last very long. He was yeah. Carl Drogo. That's kind of hard. Then he was in the Red. Oh, Road, that's which true. But look, Carl Drogo was the exact same character as Dex, and almost yep. the exact same character as this Bubba Boss. So yeah, yep. he's just you know the big that's what he excels man. at. Yeah, and if you that's might what have he forgot, he was also in a little Canadian TV show called um, Frontier which he played a Native American frontier Canadian mountain man. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's not, I'm, I'm a little concerned that he has a leading role in the upcoming June movie. Yeah, Duncan. A, leading role. Duncan Idaho. Uh, and who was Duncan Idaho played by? Patrick Stewart. Yes, exactly. Ben's big shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody who can actually <laughs> act. Holy shit! Mm. But yeah, look, I don't know. I think I think um, Jason Momoa. Uh, everyone knows what they're getting when they hire Jason, and trying yeah. to get him to go into nuance is perhaps a little too far. Look, he's very Jason Momoa in this, and I think if that's what you like, then it's a show for you. Sure. Look, I think that they've—I I don't think they've cast the role poorly. Um, from, from what I've seen so far, um, it seems like a Jason Momoa kind of role. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Quite, yeah, I think he's quite well balanced with um, uh, Hera Hilmar playing Margaret as sort of a balance. But I reckon I thought I think Quinny, you're right in saying that this show isn't actually really about Jason Momoa. After the first two or three episodes, it's he's just there as an adjunct yeah he it's weird because it's it's sold on him but essentially he kind of becomes a supporting character in the the story of these two young adults who are going off on an adventure and i really yeah you want to know what's happening with them you want to know where whether they're going to get what they need and you know restart humanity or do all that kind of stuff and 
funnily enough, Jason Momoa goes back to the role that he was playing in Stargate Atlantis, which was brooding, quiet man who kills people quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And also, he's like a terrible chieftain. Like, no one... In every single episode of this show, uh, everyone goes, Bubble Boss is a terrible chieftain. Like, he's Look, always the on only... the verge of getting kicked out. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The only person that sticks up for him is Alfred Woodard's character. And I think she is fantastic in anything that she's in. Yeah. yeah. And is completely, like, underplayed in this show. Mm. Yeah, Paris is her character's name. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Pete, you said that there was some humour? There was some humour in Momoa's role in, in Stargate Atlantis um, that I think probably just played well into his existing personality. Yeah, he doesn't get an awful lot of chance of humour in here. Yeah. <laughs> Not much. No. Well, I mean, we kind of laugh at him <laughs> a little bit. Mm. You know, it sort of seems like it's it's a bit unfair towards it, but, I mean, it is very melodramatic. I mean, there's not there's not... All of the high ideals, and I think the the um, the, the courtly intrigue that is there. Like, so you've got two 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 kind of sort of things that you're following. You're, you're following the sighted children and their tribal lifestyle, and then you're finding you're following the queen and what she's doing to because she wants to find you know all these uh, people. And I thought that the weaker part of it was that courtly societal stuff, and the more interesting yeah. was the tribal stuff. And uh, uh, that led me to just kind of get a bit tepid and bored with it. Well, interestingly, the Queen also, you know, there is a moment in, I think it's episode three or four, where the the courtly intrigue stuff actually does get kind of interesting because they're saying, you have fucked our entire nation. Like, you are really making a horrible mess of of your your, um, kingdom, queendom, Um, all because you just want to bone Jella Morell again. And, and <laughs> yeah, like, like the whole premise of her like wanting to to kill the kids with the side was because they're his children and he wouldn't bang her. Yeah. Which and is he what ran I'm saying. Off, These people need hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he ran off with um, her sister and so, yeah, that's her whole petty, you know, grievance. Yeah. And it's it's very it's very loose, and I think that yeah, once the the court starts to realise what's going on, there's a little bit of usurpation happening, which is kind of like brings it back and becomes a bit more interesting. Mm. It's also very it's a it's a hard you know thing to to get on board with that you know this queen who is considered to be a god who you know is has control over everything is so fixated that she would put herself in that position. It's a fairly stupid thing to do. And so far in the two episodes I've watched, there hasn't really been a lot of background that has made me go, Oh yeah, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with her and her wanting to do this and her whole motivation. Um, I'm not on board with her at the moment. It just seems like a foil for the sake of the foil. Mm. Yeah. Like, she definitely disguises it in the form of um, we need to uh, stop people, um, you know, prophesizing about sight and giving people false hope in this myth and that it's a a more enlightened um, form of being and, you know, that these people exist because it's going to overthrow what she's putting forward. But really at the core of it, it's just she's just scorned. 
Mm. Yeah, it's a strange. It's a it's a strange kind of sidetrack that you're, you're trying to follow. Mm. This. You've got this obvious story of this tribe, and then this separate story of the society, and you're never shown. I think that's the thing that that never gave any like uh, backgrounding to me about this, which is I didn't give a shit about anyone in that kingdom because I never yeah. saw any of the people of that kingdom. No, she's no, the primary no. focus. So there's yeah. nobody on the inside of yeah whenever of they, that half that, of the story. Yeah, yeah, and the few people who are you know trying to kill her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whenever they cut to it, it's all about what is she doing? I don't give a shit about her. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, the, the weird religious praying masturbation thing was a bit of a shock. But after a while, you're like, well, you're just banging it out again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like just like the, massive eye roll. The yeah. only person that we <laughs> yeah, really like, have, really? yeah, the only person we really have a connection to on that side is um, the witch fighter, witch finder. Um, Tamaki Jun, but even mm. for like a huge chunk of the middle of the series, he's not really there. Yeah, where's where's our our King's Landing full of people? Where's our yeah. you know mm. where where is the 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 society? You know, we've we've yeah. seen a small town or a, a village dealing with blindness. Let's look mm. at how a larger city deals with blindness as as a whole. You know, and yeah. and see what we're fighting for. Are the people hungry? Cool. Why? You know, let let's see yeah. how well, that was, works. They're always talking about how the power or the like the machine because they're in an old dam. Sorry for, mm. for the reference. Uh, as they're in an old dam, it, it provides hydroelectric power, but you don't see how that's making people's lives better. You don't see how that is actually. Um, why did a city build up around there? What do people have there that they don't have out in the tribal sort of? area and i thought that was a bit of a letdown because i didn't really give a shit um, yeah i'm sorry I, i'm just looking at some of the frequently asked questions on imdb about this and i think they're <laughs> they're, they're worth it, worth asking the questions um oh. uh, so and we've asked some of them if everyone is blind why is the entirety of their costume so ornamental um yeah. <laughs> uh well i mean they have a point you know some it's Texture, I like that idea. Texture makes sense, but texture I, definitely I was... color makes no sense because it takes mm -hmm. a lot of effort to dye clothes. Yeah, yeah and so, and so there is the other one uh, at the end. If everyone is blind, then why are all the bad guys still wearing black? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then another one, which is is a, an even better point. If they're blind, why do they wear war paint? No, so I had that question. Yeah, theory about that because halfway oh, okay. through that first battle scene, I'm like. How are they not just fucking killing each other at this stage? Maybe yeah, the mud know? has a smell. Uh, and that's why they stick it on there. That was my theory that possibly yeah. the people that made the show didn't think of, but my brain went, <laughs> must make this make sense. It does come around really quickly. It's like you just, if you touch something, you start stabbing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how I made it make sense. It answers two questions: why wear war paint, and also how are they not just killing each other? And also, yeah. I did hear at least one character like, yes. um, when they started fighting. There was a couple of points where you heard them say the chet chet thing um, yeah. to to kind of go, "Hey, I, this is who I am." Yeah, um, I'm one of you guys. Yeah. But then why, yeah. why wouldn't the other guy just start being like, oh, "Hey, chet chet"? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they're just not that smart. Donna, stab me. Um, also, one of the other frequently asked questions, which I think says a lot about the audience, is what kind of dog does the Queen have? Um, oh, it's it's like a cute. It's um, a Tibetan Mastiff. It's like, oh yeah, Saint, Saint so I was going to say Mastiff. 
but also yes yeah, so i was either gonna say saint bernard or like one of those um huge like norwegian lacoons or something yeah but the dog but the dog goes Big away. mountain dog like, the dog is there for one scene so she can lie on it and then it goes away oh it comes <sighs> back nah, you see good. the dog again yeah. Well, okay, that's all. That's all right. Spoilers. Yeah, my my Yeah. Speaking of uh, spoilers, I think now is a good time to uh, give a quick rating and then get into spoiler territory. Uh, we could put in a clip. I say, but first up, it's who's who wants to go first? Just give this one <laughs> something right out of a hundred. Um, Peter. Uh, uh, so, Jill, you've actually watched the whole series. So I have. Yours is the I most have. accurate rating. Yours is the one <laughs> oh, that actually is based on the most amount of information. Okay, I'm going to give it 65. 65. Okay. And 65. you've seen all eight. I have, because it took me till episode three to say, hey, okay, there is some actually really cool shit in this and I'll keep watching. And then... By the end of it, I was kind of invested in the children and their story. And it kind of ended a little bit on a cliffhanger that there would be a season two. Um, but I don't care whether I see season two or not. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I would not have seeked this out had we not decided we'd go. And I would not pay money to actually, you know, buy an Apple TV subscription to watch it. But, you know, if Jason Momoa is your thing and, like, weird sci-fi futuristic fantasy stuff is your thing, then, you know, maybe this is for you. But I don't think it's worth an Apple TV subscription to watch it. Not a must-see TV Get out. Jill. No. Get out. <laughs> see TV series. <laughs> cool, cool. This series... <laughs> Would you just get on left it on scene? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Dion, it. you're you're the next most watched of us. Uh, but I've used all my puns. And um, just rate it. <laughs> look, uh, honestly, uh, after the first twenty minutes, I'm like, nope. Uh, um, <laughs> and after the third one, I was like. Eh, Maybe. And then after the sixth one, I'm kind of leaning back towards the nope. Um, <laughs> but I'm, look, I'm just going to go straight 50. Not abysmal, not amazing, not a high priority. But if, look, yeah. f fascinating. I kind of want to watch it to see how they write themselves out of the corner they've written themselves in <laughs> and what other things they're going to do. Like, I mean... It, show me more of the world like show me other aspects of that world because the world building is fantastic well so guess what's coming up in season two more world more world well <laughs> that could be but you know that could make it actually really fascinating if they do a time skip or something and everyone goes to the point where there's a, a two societies one of the sighted and one of the blind that would mm. be interesting anyway that's my okay. 50 50 50 Okay, um, I, I, I'm next one down the list in terms of numbers of episodes watched. Um, I'm thinking, uh, look, I, look, by the end of episode three, I was a lot more interested. Um, and then into episode four, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see that there is a, there's a plot here that I kind of want to follow. 
Um, but also I could see that if it doesn't do some pretty interesting, cool stuff pretty quickly, it could become really tedious and uninteresting. So for me, it's a 60. That's, that's where I'm at. Pete. I, I'm going to go on, on two episodes. Given that I ended the two episodes thinking, nah, I'm interested enough to probably see more. Um, but, but there were a lot of things. I, I mean, I'm surprised that Dion noped out before the masturbatory prayer even happened. Cause that was the thing that made me kind of go, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? The first guys? fight scene to me was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 65. Okay. 65. Nice. Quinny, what have you got for us? I've already rated it, Dion. You weren't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Dion noped out of this conversation. Apparently. Would it help if I started masturbating to God? (laughs) It might. Well, bad luck. Weirdly using those moments to... Funnily um, enough, I have a clip for you. (laughs) Really? Good. I wish to pray. speak to me so I'll speak to you in a prayer oh Mm. come home in peace repeat your pursuers to my body forgive your sins come back and give me children with power your power I will proclaim vision heresy uh, I'll renounce the gods. For our children will be the gods. And I will be the god he wants tonight. Forever and ever. It's, it's the second episode one where she's got, like, I don't know, this girl who's helping her pray to God. Yeah. I'm like, if that's what you want to call it, then like. Oh, wait, yeah, okay, let's, okay, let's. But then she's like talking for no reason to what's his face, like, oh, this is the only way we can think of to reveal to the audience her motivation for wanting this so badly. It's weird though, because like their form of, well, her form of prayer is not like an actual you know, saying that's repeated over and over again, like a traditional prayer is, hers is just like, I'm just going to like talk at somebody into the ether and, you know, come <laughs> as I do it. 
Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> obviously we're Lucy. back, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we and we 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 want to talk about the thing that everyone wants to talk about is why is there so much religious masturbation in this show? Because religion, man. Religion. Oh God. Oh God. What would have brought that around to being like, okay, I accept this as part of the plot is if I saw like more than the queen doing it. If exactly. like everybody was like yeah. crawling into their huts at night going, okay, well, let's have our prayers before bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey baby, you want to come talk to Jesus with me? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I love what a, see that, that would, that establishes something in this show that it never resolves because if that's what the queen is doing, it is culturally acceptable. And so people oh. would just be like, you know what? Let us pray. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that whole thing? Is like the village is being attacked. Okay, everyone, get to the line. All right, let's pray before battle. <laughs> Everyone's like, now? Yeah, it's like this weird group voyeuristic thing. <laughs> and you can just hear like a whole line of people praying. <laughs> pray enough to scare enough to scare away the enemies. Which would have made it like honestly, that would have sold it for everyone, I reckon, because it's like. What's happening in the future? Well, everyone masturbates <laughs> all <lot>. the time. <laughs> it's considered holy and everyone's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's yeah. the, the weird non-fap society. You're right, Peter. It is, it is a moment in that first one or two episodes where you're like, huh? Okay, really? Is that necessary? Because it's, it's, For it's, me, it's you weird. know, demonizing female sexuality. Exactly. That's, it, it actually, it really shit me. Yeah. Um, because I love, I love sex positive stuff and I love, um, you know, shows like, for example, The Bold Type, which I watched recently, um, that really, you know, takes that as part of the plot as just completely kind of normal and cool. And then you have this thing where you've got like this weird evil queen who like weirdly, evilly male gazy masturbates in the first episode for no reason. Uh, just it really turned me on the whole show. Yeah. 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 That moment I was like, yeah. this is weird. This is male gazy. This is making. And the licking and smelling of the fingers really afterwards. You're oh, kind of like, what? Yeah. Okay. Unnecessary. Totally That's unnecessary. Very male gazy. But there was even a, a part later in the series where somebody made mention of the fact, you know, killed so many people that, you know, have helped her prey in the past and not done a good job of it. Oh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, and it's not like that as a plot point. It also only seems to be women that she gets to help her massive. uh, Well, pray. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) use the correct nomenclature. Well, you know, she's saving herself for Jerla Morel. Yeah, yeah, Jeremiah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of looking like, obviously we're in the spoilery section and I, I don't want to ruin it for Peter. But, oh, ruin uh, away. Yeah, <laughs> no, please, please. I'm up to six and I'm sort of sitting there going, okay, they've just run into like uh, Boots, who is the other illegitimate son of uh, Jola Morel. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's obviously what he's doing. He's just going around village to village and fucking a bunch of people to create offspring well, because... Funny you should see. guess that because in... Oh, yeah, you've um, seen it all. So you can, we can play a guessing yeah. game where you're the one who knows and, we, and you can tell us whether or not we're close to... We'll come up with crazy ideas. No, let's go yeah, for go warmer, for yeah. colder and Momoa. Yeah, <laughs> colder and Momoa. So how Momoa am I? Okay. 
that he's been uh, running around. You have very Momoa. Oh, good. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> Super Momoa. Okay, that's yeah. mine. Extremely Momoa. Premise. Um, what do you, oh, sorry, Jill. Peter, what do you think you're Make another do? premonition. <laughs> Peter, make another Peter, make, premonition. Make a premonition yeah. about what's going to happen. Oh, make a premonition. Oh, God, I'm only two episodes in, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had some thoughts, um, but I haven't thought them hard enough to be able to give you <laughs> Um, Jill knows. I have a feeling she's the soothsayer here, so she, you can you can say, "Dear Jill, will this will they work out how to use cars?" <laughs> <laughs> can I take a punt that at some point in time, over yeah. the course of the next uh, how many six episodes or eight episodes, that there is a fight in which the blind the the fully sighted people are put into a dark room so that they are fighting against people who are. <laughs> <laughs> more capable in that circumstance. So Momoa! So Momoa! Yes! <laughs> <sighs> I feel good. I feel like I, I know my tropes. Is there, oh, also, is there an underground fighting sequence? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. Momoa? Right. Like an underground yeah. fight club kind of thing? Oh, like Fight Club, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Is there a is there a, a sequence where no, they're in a? Oh, okay. No, no, it's, no I'm, I'm cold. I'm. <laughs> there is an underground moment, but there's no Fight Club. Okay, right. Well, that's good because that's that just means that the show never runs out of its initial steam. Um, Peter, do you have any uh, tropes you would like to f see whether or not get paid off? <laughs> No, you know what? I, I guess <laughs> I guess the show hasn't actually grabbed me that much because I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fair. I don't care. Uh, maybe, well, actually, here's a guess then. Um, is it really going to be uh, on, on the other side, you find out that it's like the village, that there's just this national park that they're all in and they're just, <laughs> they're just being isolated for... For such a long time and then it turns out the rest of the world can see and it's just this group of inbred tribal people that's been left yeah alone. and next door you have a version that's all wild west and then next door to that there's <laughs> one that's like all samurai yeah <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it just turns out that this entire show is all about trump supporters and they've just been put on an island somewhere oh. and left to inbreed for another six yeah years. just a, a bunch of brian's and karen's <laughs> <laughs> oh look you know okay what what were the what were the worst things come on what, what was the bits where you just like that's fucked Apart i mean i told weird... you my name yeah <laughs> the opening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weird mouth kissing thing oh um, god that was yeah uh, and, really... and the weirdly erotic threatening like are you guys yeah. sure that those guys aren't just like mad because they were together and they've broken up because that is <laughs> yeah and, and it's really up close to it's like get the banks yeah. just wanted to like... let you know that i'm watching you and you've got a nice ass <laughs> <laughs> is this the way that you have to like threaten people when they can't see how big and scary you are yeah, yeah. by breathing because... on them a lot <laughs> Yeah, I don't and know. like you some know, weird yeah. intimidation tactic. <laughs> did not look intimidating to me. I, no, I, I found it um, it really unbelievable that these kids basically taught themselves how to read. Yeah, oh, because oh that's 
Like, no, you can't. Like, I can't get it that there were ABC books in there, but unless yeah. there's also they had somebody the showing you what they mean, like, yeah. unless but there's somebody showing you what A, B, and C means, there's no way that you can learn it if you're not literate. I, I will but actually pull you up on that, though. Yeah, the, really? they, yeah because in each of the books, book there were... Each book had a keeper with it that was oh, the... Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Sorry. each one had some kind of uh, explanation okay. as to what the book was about, what it was for, um, okay. and how to go about reading it. But they kind it's of still only from... so far that's going to get you, though. Yeah. yeah I don't know I just... how you can translate a not to a visual representation of a letter. Yeah, and especially within mm. five years. Because remember, it was 12. Like yeah, they, they were 12 to, when they got the books. And then they were 17. So within five years, they went from illi- illiterate to, yep. I'm just going to read some shapes. 1984. To yeah. And that's the question. Like, if you're going... Level engineers. If you're going to fill a locked box with books that the only sighted people are going to learn to read and it's going to teach them about the world, what books would you guys put in? Because I'm not sure I'd put in 1984. <laughs> no, but also it's depending on whatever books you can find because they've all been burnt. So who knows? Yeah. Well, they weren't. But burnt, why? But why would all the books have been burnt? Well, because, because they said they were they, they, they were, were heretic bo- material. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were they were proof of people being Tell able to see it. Some point. I did like. Hmm. I really liked her description of what a book was. That was yeah. quite lovely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You see, it was it, it, like I always loved watching um, Paris talking, and that's uh, Alfred Woodard. Like I loved watching her work because she's a great actor, and mm. she she made me believe in the world more than anyone else. Mm. Like yeah. I was like, great, this is this is where all the interesting shit happens. Um, so yeah, like she's the one that I was like, I liked all this, and I liked some of the other supporting characters. I found it really frustrating that they killed off all of the uh, the tribe within the first three episodes. Oh, yeah, it's like goodbye tribe. They're all. A chunk oh. of the tribe, yeah. Yeah, the tribe has spoken, and now they're yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really weird. Like, I mean, I, I, they spent they spent a long time establishing this tribal society, and then at, almost after three episodes, it's like, well, they're all dead now, and mm. you have to move on. And it's like, oh, okay, it's fair enough. Yeah, but you know, they wanted to move it into being a a road movie, a a story of journey and ex- <laughs> discovery. Movie. Sorry, sure. river movie. The, oh, well, and actually. Also- there's, there's you my go, thing. Like the, the lavender road is not actually lavender. That's my what? theory. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. So you haven't got to that. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, hang on. What? <laughs> now, Peter, what are you saying? It annoyed me, I think, how overwritten this was um, in, in a lot of places, like very, very overwritten. The, the way that they spoke to each other wasn't... You know, we, it's not like we've lost English and learned it again. Like, they'd still be yeah. fairly colloquial on the way they speak. And there was a particular one where she's describing where they have to go and she says, well, follow this river for 30 days and 30 nights. I'm like, unless you're deliberately making a biblical reference, like, the nights is unnecessary. Yeah, like, yeah. That, yeah. You don't know when it's day But also, like, 30 days, like, 30 nights are going to happen. Unless mm. you're, like, specifically talking about you know, the Old Testament, you don't need to say 30 days and 30 nights. Yeah, and is Gerald Morello an Old Testament fan? Is that why he's writing <laughs> this particularly flowery language? <laughs> Potentially, but what I, I, I thought that there was um, 
you know, this kind of mishmash of culture and religion, which I think is fairly deliberate. Um, and I think that's probably like a part of trying to like pull in all of these different ideas of uh, religion and mythology and culture. You've got, you know, you, I mean, you've got the, the scarification and you've got the army doing the haka and then, yeah. um, you know, you've got some, some, other kind of strange ideas about religion in there, but it didn't It like it. I think that they've done it on purpose, but it, it's felt like they've, they fell into it without thinking about it very much. Yeah. Like there, there's obviously some big ideas of religion based around the, the queen and all that kind of stuff. But then there's other ideas of, of more animistic religions and stuff amongst the people of the tribe, but we're not really exploring them in any great depth. But then there's this talk of God. Um, and is it the same God? Uh, or are we worshipping the sky, fireball, heat thing? Um, <laughs> yes. God flame. God, God flame. flame. Yeah. yeah. God flame, Quinny. Sorry. God well, because flame. they feel the warmth of the sun, right? But they, they wouldn't know. Yeah. Right. No, they weren't but calling it the sun, again, they were calling it God flame. Interesting things that don't seem to be being explored and they're kind of tripping over. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I feel like there are such interesting things about this premise that are just not mm. being explored in the way that they could have been, which, you know, can be fairly frustrating when you're like, oh, this could have been such a great story. Yeah, and my, my danger for this kind of thing has always been that I will uh, rate something on the potential for what I see it could be. Um, yeah. and, and I, you know, that's why I watched 10 years of Smallville. Um, I kept on thinking <laughs> next year, <laughs> next year, it'll be the show that I really want it to be. Um, you know what this would have been really good as a narrative podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Like really focus on the audio. Exactly. You can, like, you can imagine that you're blind as well. And, and, you know, really mm. think about those other elements because when you're seeing things that they're not seeing, you know, it's hard to immerse yourself in their world. Um, mm. You know, you're looking at those forests and they're such lost, beautiful forests and you're like, you know, I can imagine how that smells and how that sounds and that is how these characters are experiencing it. It's hard to really get into their world. Mm. Yeah, because you're never a part of it. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're always on the outer and you're always... And that might be another reason it just feels a little bit harder to engage with the story than I would like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I can so, go with that. Like I, I did love some of the the set pieces. I mean, you can't you can't get past some of the beautiful Canadian wilderness that they did. But I mean, it's such a shame that they made all these picturesque uh, places, and apparently none of the cast could even see them. Yeah. Like, well, the cast could. They that, actually that there were a few. That occurred to me. <laughs> and interestingly enough, there were a few blind actors who worked on it. Which um, I was going to ask that question. Um, yeah, no, it came up in the frequently asked questions. Were you know I've, were there any blind actors employed? And apparently, yes, there were. Which is good. Um, yeah. But also, like, there's a part of me that kind of goes, you know, I'd love to have known who the consultant was because back um, in the ooh, late nineties or whenever it was when they did Daredevil the yeah. Ben Affleck movie, they mm -hmm. hired a blindness co uh, consultant to kind of go through all of the things that blind people do just to get by a normal society. Um, you know, they fold their money differently so they know yeah. what the, the notes are and they do all these other little things to try and, you know, allow you to exist. So it'd be fascinating to know what the blindness consultant on this was saying, you know, 
how do we? He was, I think he was the one who actually said, "No, what I do when I kiss is I put my fingers in their mouth." <laughs> <laughs> I also want to call out one thing about Jason Momoa. He always wears the same kind of pants, and it annoys me. It's probably as I said. What kind it, of pants are they? They just They're, they just crack a Guinness. He walks out of the forest, and then they say, "Action!" <laughs> it's like I don't know. Today. I found an axe and I killed a bear. Fantastic. Oh, just like drop crotch khaki pants. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> they're always, they always look like they're just a, a pair that somebody has bought off the shelf and, and they're long and they're straight leg and they, you know, he never, like I look at this and I'm like, surely this would be a reason to have big, you know, fluffy boots or, you know, something to make your feet quiet. But here, I kind of looked at him and went, he kind of looks exactly the same as, as he did as a whole bunch of other characters. Does he yeah. just not do leg day? Is he trying to hide something? Oh. I did notice that there were a few oh. uh, uh, costuming inconsistencies that would not have been uh, the same as you know, regular sighted society. And that was the other thing, and Jill might be able to pick me up on this. When mm. they went to Cutter's place, who was the silkworm farmer and weaver. And then there's a whole bunch of people using looms. And I'm like, who the fuck knows how to use a loom if you can't see what the fuck you're doing? (laughs) Like, I mean, can you imagine? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I've lost my sight, but I still remember how to loom. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the interesting thing. You know, who passed down that knowledge or did they figure it out from scratch? Is this, you know, and and that's the kind of why I want to see the prequel, you know, two million people out of everyone in the world is not a lot of people. Yeah. I Um, mean, if you can lose enough knowledge that, you know, you're back to bare basics like um, cavemen, how come there are still people that can, you know, work with a dam and keep the engineering running and also create looms to weave silk and... And and some of the fabrics that they're using are so close to denim and stuff like that. You're like, that's a very, very complex fabric. Look, there was a moment when Margra, um, spoiler alert, got shot in the leg with something. I think she she stabbed. Something stabbed in the leg, yeah. And I'm like, dude, are they just fucking denim jeans that you got on? Like, (laughs) she looked like she just rocked up to set in her skinny jeans. It was weird. (laughs) I mean, but they could have, like, found... Things, I suppose. Yeah, it's There's lots of years in the later. world, and there are only two, two million people left. Mm. True, true. I mean, like, I lo- I did yeah. like the fact that when the the twins were following them when they went to the fuck market, um, <laughs> <laughs> that they looked up and saw what is the giant wheel that's there? Well, who would build a wheel? Yeah, that big? Like, it was that's cute. So they didn't and know what a Ferris wheel was. Yeah, it was just they didn't know what a Ferris wheel looked Precious, like. Okay. Yeah, like what sort of strange contraption would have required a wheel that big and it's like yeah i never read about cars being that big before you know (laughs) yeah that's it's interesting and i'm 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 looking forward to them rediscovering society like the older society and then trying to i'm guessing that they're going to rebuild like basically you know the people with the site are the ones that have to rebuild the planet because all of the uh uh blind people like i mean that was interesting in the fight scene that i saw in the sixth episode which was boots the illegitimate son 
for some reason, the one that kind of got left or ignored or whatever, he is yeah. just walking across that battlefield, smacking people in the face. And, yeah. I, and I, thought, <laughs> I thought, that's exactly what you do. Just get a giant club and knock people's asses off. Like just <laughs> bang, dong. And then just turns around in the next one and bang, knocks them out. I'm like, all right, okay. That's, that's what you would do. Yeah. You if don't you have were, to have any finesse. Just <laughs> if you were sighted, no one could watch it coming. It's just like a whole bunch of haymakers. <laughs> just yeah. sort of snake off. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Look, I think it's, it's a series that, that, you know, if you pull it a thread, it will unravel real quick. Oh yeah. yeah. But if you don't, um, then it's not a terrible jumper. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't look too close. I mean, it's the kind that you kind of wear indoors when you're in self isolation, but maybe mm. not go out and yeah. you know. Yeah, show it's people. definitely an ugly yeah. ugly pattern. Um. Yeah. So, what do you reckon about the rest of Apple Plus? Do you think there's any there's enough there to 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 encourage watching? Is this one of the series that will make you? If, if this was supposed to be the series that was going to get me to pay for Apple Plus, they've done a terrible job because I'd never even heard of it till you guys mentioned it two days ago. Yeah. Um, and it's been out for a little while. Since November. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, six months now. Um, the, look, the, the whole thing is, this began back in 2016. Apple were looking for, the first television program produced was uh, Planet of the Apes. Apps, sorry, Planet of the Apps. Real, <laughs> TV. I was like, wait, there's a TV series and I'm not watching this? Yeah, I would watch the shit out of that. And then it was um, Carpool Karaoke, the series. Like, these are the oh, two gosh. things that it started with. But, but you know then... what? I actually do want to watch Planet of the Apps because I've heard good things about it. Yeah. So, yeah, the, this one, like, uh, March, um, sorry, the Amazing Stories is always the big one that they signed. They got Spielberg to come back on as a, you know, executive producer. Uh, that one I'm interested in just because I always enjoyed those. Like, I love yeah. the Amazing Stories. Um, I've watched just, one episode of Mythic Quest. Yeah, I'm willing to try out Mythic Quest to see if it's, it's going to be um, interesting. But they don't have a lot of other sort of stuff in there. I mean, they've got Oprah's Book Club. Uh, yeah and that's a, that's around it really there's not a lot on there that makes me want to switch over and go oh i just like apple stuff now <laughs> yeah like and, and as always their marketing is 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 great like i'm just looking over their website and going it's very pretty like they they make it all look great but at the same time there is nothing on there that's going shit i really need to sign up for that mm. but look, also I mean, how have i never heard of any of these things <laughs> I, like no i consume a lot of things i have all of yeah. apple everything i i you know look into apple music every day but the advertising does not seem to be hitting me at all look a lot of this stuff is like, question the, the rapid they were rapidly doing stuff but COVID-19 has really knocked out a lot of things there's a big the big big one that they're going for the sci-fi landscape is foundation which is the Isaac Asimov um, adaptation um, yeah I saw that that was you know in in the works now yeah um, and that's been that's been halted um, there's a few different things out there as well there's some Stephen King I think Lizzie's story um, cool. what else is there yeah um that's a shantaram which um i don't know if anyone out there has read that book that was the australian author gregory david roberts well at the moment my partner is actually reading that book absolutely um that's an interesting one from he was a convicted bank robber and heroin addict and ran away and like went to bombay and it's all about his yeah. and mm. that's an interesting yeah. one but you know 
Um, yeah, look, there's there's a few bits and pieces out there, but it all sort of got a bit, bit you know, messed up. Except for, and this is something that I'm really excited about for Apple, Time Bandits. The series, yeah. Which yes. I'm so like cool, but Time Bandits? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm with me. you. I, I like Time Bandits. It still creeps me out. The the monsters at the end creep me right the hell out. But um, yes. Yeah, but I'm still. I like the idea. You know, a bunch of little people um, gallivanting through time. Yeah. Um, little people? Do you mean children? No, I mean um, diminutive actors. Little people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, not heard of this. I did not know this. It's, I, it's I, a Terry I, Gilliam film. Um, okay. Yeah. So from it's, the early eighties. It's really quite amazing. It actually got made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's got such a bizarrely huge cast. Like Sean Connery shows up in it, and a whole bunch of other people. Sean Connery as Agamemnon. Um, oh, okay. Doing the same <laughs> Scottish accent he always does. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Greek, Scottish, yep. it's all the same to me. Yeah. All right. So, well, what I, I also want to know is uh, if anyone out there is is listening, um, is there something else on Apple TV we should watch? Yeah. What yeah. is the good thing about Apple TV? Yeah, what what are we paying that? Why why should we pay that eight ninety nine a month or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, uh, if if it's all on the equivalent of C, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I did that joke. Yeah, I know, but I'm bringing one. it back. Yeah, yeah. Can't you? You just need to look past it, Quinny. Keep your eyes on the horizon. <laughs> Yeah, the light at the end of the tunnel down. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Who's on first? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, we're not doing this. We're not. I think, I think I've given this enough time of day for for C. Uh, anything? Unless there's anything else you want to bring up? Yeah, you're all excited about it. Can't wait to see what Jason Momoa's got next. All looking forward no. to Aquaman two. No. Mm. <laughs> No. I, I think I'll just go back to Stargate Atlantis again. Thanks. I have a prediction for Yeah, you. I might do that too. Yeah. The next Jason Momoa uh, television series will feature Jason Momoa as some sort of tribal warrior mm. from Canada. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I think you may be right. That's what he's good at. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute yes. pleasure. Um, we hope that you're enjoying the, the shows. Um, we know that we kind of try and balance a little bit between the visual and the audio now because if you aren't aware and you are just listening to the podcast, you can and come and join in the Twitch and uh, be a part of it while we record live. Um, so, yeah, if you are a regular podcast listener, keep an eye out on our Instagram and stuff like that so you can join in the show live. I'm a bit concerned though, because I feel that Peter is very cold in her house. Do you have enough money to put the heat on? Because <laughs> you look like you're wrapped up like an extra from C. I'm wearing my with a, with, with a shawl. Shawl. Uh, it is a little chilly lately, but uh, you know, do we need to talk about the weather right now? Or? Uh, so, so <laughs> this is this is the podcast content that people sign up for. Absolutely. <laughs> The only problem is that's not furry enough, Pete. That's the thing. I, I feel like there should yeah. be large shoulder pads of fur. Like I love that the costume designers have looked at Game of Thrones and gone, "Yeah, we can do more fur than that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of them went to IKEA. Yeah, yeah. So they say, "Carol, get to IKEA and buy all of the rugs <laughs> yes. again." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there are some some Swedish uh, like cow. Uh, and and fur growers who are just like this is the best thing ever. TV production is b making us millionaires. <laughs> they just ship it with an Allen key. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh dear. I've derailed this enough. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Quinny. Yeah, thank you, Dion. Thank, thank you, Jill. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Let's do the Brady Bunch thing again. Thank you, Peter. No, let's not do that. Thank you. Oh, right. no, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I refuse. I'm not doing it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has been the Periodic Table of Awesome, and we will talk to you again in your ear hole soon. And if you have seen Seen, please tell us. Say hi to us. Talk to us on socials. Um, we would love to hear from you. So uh, this has uh, been a lovely time. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.